Life on steroids. It's life beyond anything we've experienced. If that typewriter could magically send a message to young Lee that started here, what would you tell him? Oh, man, I think I'd say keep seeking. The truth is out there. This is my case for heaven. Hey, my friends, what's up? My name is Beto Gudino. We're coming back from our mile run out there in beautiful Newport Beach. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Christian Podcast in America. I am here to save American souls and American souls only. The Sandoval Brothers. How are you guys doing? Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having us. We're doing good. Hey, man, I want your energy, bro. Like, you got to give us the secret. By the yeah. end of the day, we want to know the secret. It's called coffee, caffeine every morning. <laughs> the Sandoval Brothers, this is amazing. Thank you so much again. And I mean, first of all, I think, Manny, you were saying that we kind of met back in the days somehow yeah. maybe maybe yeah. in the music industry you guys were yeah. in a band so it's yeah. so cool to see that now you guys are are kind of like still in the creative arts but can you just maybe yeah. tell us a little bit that connection with uh, music and with where you guys are at now and who you guys yeah. are <laughs> yeah i know for sure well you know i'm manny this is my brother gil my older brother gil and um You know, I think it all comes from being artists, man. You know, an artist is, you're not an artist because you hold a guitar or a camera or what you've done. You're an artist at heart. I believe God created us with these artistic qualities in us. And he also created a bunch of artistic stuff for us to appreciate and be inspired by. So, yeah, we started as a band, you know, we're from South Central LA, immigrant parents that came in over in the 80s um, and, you know, grew up in rough areas. But music was a big catalyst God used in our lives to honestly show us kind of without us knowing it the path of where we would end up today so we started playing music in indie band this is before social media this is a you know website web 2.0 and uh you know it's funny because we'll get into i know we're going to get into some nft you know web three with gil <laughs> so i'm glad you're on here because you're talking about the future of of filmmaking or media so we'll get there but long story short We did not know what the internet would allow us and help us to do, which was reach other people in different communities that we would never have an opportunity to go to, meet, or know existed because we're a couple of Latino kids that didn't know anyone. We had no connections. Our, you know, our, our dad, when he came to America, was a dishwasher, our mom cleaning houses. So, you know, how would we ever do this? You know what I mean? And we started this indie band in our garage and then the internet came along and then we started meeting people and then social media came along and then it just accelerated, man, because people discovered us. We could interact with people, right? Build communities. And also that's how we met. I mean, we probably met through a show we either played or watching a show together. And then, you know, we're uh, friends on Facebook, probably from over 10 years ago. Right. Yes. And, you know, the, the, and, you know, then the band led to starting our own company because what we did in our own band was market ourselves. We were independent mm. and independently. We were able to travel the world, go to Australia four times. And we went to Europe, the UK, Asia, wow. America, Mexico, you know what I mean? And Guatemala and all this stuff. So it was incredible. But uh, what we always say, God was, Um, training us and using these skill sets that we had no ideas could be a career or that you could get paid to do it. So Gil was always the graphic creative entrepreneur. And, you know, and I was more of the marketing networker guy. And But at the core of it, kind of like what you mentioned, was that from an artist's perspective, we always prioritize how do we create freedom within us, our circles, and our communities to create holistically, because we all have a beautiful message. We all have this beautiful thing about us that we just got to learn to embrace, share, and be vulnerable with that, you know? And, um, and then now, you know, we have an agency that markets theatrical films in Hollywood, and we also produce films now, uh, like The Case for Heaven, you know, that me and Gil produced, and uh, it was a crazy journey. But wow. Gil, did I leave anything out? No, man. Uh, you did a great job. Good job. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's, it's, It's a beautiful thing because when you're when you're an artist and when you're creating something, um, the the medium matters, but it's not everything, right? So for us, being storytellers and songwriters, that that was our way of expressing ourselves. 
yeah. right? And then it moved from being just or being songwriters and musicians to um, expressing ourselves through performing and through you know through a, a lot of other types of mediums like social media and um, yeah. marketing and advertising. How do we extend ourselves that way? And the beautiful part about the internet was that it it allowed us to build communities all around the world, not just here, you know. Um, and that was that was an incredible experience for us. It taught us everything. Wow. Um, and like Manny said, uh, you fast forward to the agency days, and man, mm. we just we did the same thing in the music industry that we did in the uh, or in the agency yeah, that we yeah. did in the music, which was we didn't we didn't have we didn't have the 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 know how, and we didn't. We weren't related to anyone and we didn't have the introduction. We didn't know anyone or anything. So what we did is we started helping people and tried to learn as much as we could. You know, we would tell companies, we'll, we'll do this for free or we'll do this for, we'll do what they don't want to do, you know. Or we'll take on the projects no one wants to take on yeah. or, you know, let yeah. us just pitch you an idea. If you like it, use it. If you don't, well, you and, know. Right. And, wow. and to be honest, and to be honest, our dream, our dream was to create our own, our own things, to create our own movies, our own projects, our own, our own products and deliver them to the market. Um, but in order to do that, we needed, we needed to know how, you know, how does that get accomplished? How do you do that? Um, and to be honest, to do it our own way um, and to do it the way that, that, that uh, to use our own creativity, you know, and to think outside the box and to kind of be, be forward thinking in that, in that area. Um, so we learned everything we did through music, which led to the, to the agency. And this year, our dream came true, man. You know, we were able to release uh, the case for heaven, mm. which was, man, it was a long journey. It was hard, uh, but it was, thankfully, it was very successful. Thank God. And um, we were, man, we, we couldn't be prouder. We couldn't be happier, you know, you know? You know what I was going to say too, uh, Beto, that there's something about artists and musicians that we have this grip, like, you know what I mean? It's just like, it, it, it kind of mm. talking about the caffeine, right? <laughs> we can't give it up and we won't give it up. And when I saw you and you DM me about doing this, I had no doubt that, you know, you're, you're, you're going and you're moving forward. And I think that's what we bring into everything we do that, you know, you got to set up and tear down. You got to play 120%, whether there's two people in the audience or a hundred people, you know, you got to play whether you're sick or feeling happy or not. You got to you gotta find that strength within you to keep moving forward uh, with everything with excellence, man. So this is a really cool full circle for us, man. So I'm excited to do this. Wow. Love it. Wow. That's amazing. And there's one question yeah. you didn't answer, which, I mean, when you guys were talking back and forth with one another, That I would love to know, just this is curiosity, but I think it's it's somewhat related. And it's where did your parents come from? Because you said they were immigrants. Oh, yeah. So so my our, our parents were born in Guatemala. Um, okay. I was also born in Guatemala. Um wow. in a in a town called Puerto Barrios, Guatemala. My mother was born in the capital. And um uh, they came here in the 80s. Uh, I came here when I was nine months old um in 1983. Or actually, wow. 1984. Wow. Um, yeah, and we've been here ever since. Okay, I love that because so let me. I'm an immigrant, right? I come from Mexico. I relate to all of the stories from immigrants coming into this nation. Even when you said, you know, yeah. our mom worked in the you no know, washing dishes or you no know, doing doing uh, when you think of immigrants in America and especially from Latin America, I always think um, service. Right. I always think hotels, uh, who's cleaning the hotel rooms. I always think uh, who's making the food in those restaurants. I always think yeah. who's cutting the lawns in those no nice, beautiful green grasses. And yeah. I, I feel like as an immigrant myself, right, we come to this country with a dream. Right. And that's yeah. why I'm titling like the, the podcast now in America, because I feel like it's everything I'm discovering that happens here in America. So how do you think your guys' story, it's maybe even connected to your parents' dreams coming to this nation? Like, do you think your parents were thinking, oh man, my one day my kids are going to make movies? I feel like both of us really want to take this, Manny. So <laughs> I think, you know, I we're, think both, we, we're both I, talkers. So let's both like, you know, yeah, condense, you know, yeah. uh, I, I, I will say, go ahead. <laughs> I said, I'll say that I think uh, we are our parents' dream. I think mm, our, our parents' yeah. dream came true wow. a long time ago. Uh, I think the movie, 
and what happened uh, with with the movies was I don't want to get emotional on your podcast right now, man. Do please, man. Emo- do it's been an emotional time. I love it. Emotional time. I need it. So he's lucky. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's it. It. Um. I think. Um. I think all uh, everything that's happened right now uh, is a cherry on top, and Oof. I think our parents' most proudest moment and our parents' most most proudest achievement is is us. And being a father now, I, I, I realize that and I see the importance and the magnitude of, of that, having mm-hmm. children and, and having them grow up closely. And the fact that, you know, M- Manny and I fight for each other all the time. You know, um, I fight for Manny. Manny fights for me, even when I'm wrong. You know, he'll tell me, hey, dude, you're wrong, but I'm going to go fight for, for this for you, you know, and our, our other brothers. And the fact that we are close and the fact that we, we did this together. I think that in and of itself is probably the thing that they're most proud of. Beautiful. Manny, do you want to add to that? So good. Oh, man. I, th- I think you said it perfectly. You really did. Wow. Well, that's beautiful. I think ah, I resonate with that so much. And when I think of dreams, when I think of America, when I think of you guys being your parents' dream come true, but also you guys developing your own dreams and passions in this country. I can't help but think of, for example, we're, we're talking about the, f- the future of faith-based entertainment, and I can't help but start thinking about Hollywood and California, right, and how California, it's a, it's a hub for creators, and whatever resonates in California starts resonating around the world, right? And even Arizona, right? Like, I'm, I'm just saying creators in America. Um, yeah. So with that in mind... What do you guys think is is one of the hardest struggles maybe when it comes to creators in America, when it comes to creativity, when it comes to creating, I don't know, maybe even faith-based entertainment. What was your guys' struggle as you guys approach? We have this dream, but when it comes to faith-based, was there a specific struggle that you guys or hurdles that you guys have to you know, cross over? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's challenges and no one makes it alone. So I'll, that's no surprise to anyone, you know, the whole self-made thing. Like I understand the sentiment, but I don't think it exists. <laughs> I think everyone, you know, wow. uh, needs help, you know, and we, we didn't get here alone. We slept on a lot of people's floors, garages, couches, you know, and stuff like that. But um, I think it's misunderstood. The faith-based media is misunderstood on both sides, whether you're, you're a believer or you're not a Christian or don't know anything about God but also think the road to what you would call success is misunderstood as well. Mm. Um, and it all comes from knowing uh, why you're doing it, your calling. Right. And then to understanding um, that the journey um, it, it, it isn't really so much always the destination, but like putting in the, the, the process, right. My dad, I was, my dad just, our parents just came from Guatemala. So we're talking about this. He was saying a lot of us believe in the promise, but we forget about the process. Mm. So the process is where life is crushing you, you think, but it's truly creating a refined version of, of who you are. Hopefully, if you know God, it really just brings out the best of you because nothing can break you, right? The scriptures talk about that. My favorite verse is the one that talks about like nothing can separate us from the love of God. So basically life, you can come at me, but I will still rise because of my faith. So long story short is we misunderstand what success is. We misunderstand what the journey looks like. And we misunderstand what faith uh, media means. Mm-hmm. If, and I'll talk about the faith media aspect and I'll, let, I'll, I'll pass it to Gil. Before there was a faith market, there was media and it's reversed back before media. There was art, right? Mm-hmm. All the beautiful stuff in Europe. That's, that's art commissioned by the church. Wow. Whether you're a, a, a person who believes in God or not, you go to the Sistine Chapel to admire it for its beauty. So that beauty doesn't need to be explained, mm-hmm. though it's, you know, commissioned by the church. So what I'm getting at is that um, we put a label on who we are and what we do. And truly the question that people want to know is what is it about you? Or what is it about this that makes it so special and unique? And there's a truth in that. But I think with the struggle with faith media is that people create with that label in mind. And I feel like it starts becoming less genuine because mm. they're trying to hit these 
boxes. If you know, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So I think wow. that is misunderstood. So when you're starting out, you say, well, I need to do exactly what the faith market is doing. You can learn from it, but truly what you're doing is really kind of limiting yourself in a way, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, Gil, do you have anything to add to that? No, man, you said it perfectly. I, I, I agree with what you said a thousand percent. And I, I, I think the, the, um, the history aspect is huge, is a huge point that I feel like we miss all the time, you know, uh, how art was, was created in the past. And I think nowadays, man, and, and th- th- this is not talking down or yeah. bad about anyone because at the end of the day, man, like we all need to survive. We all need to make money and you make decisions based on different things. You know what I mean? Like, like there, there is content for, for everyone. Right. Mm. But I think that, I think the thing that we, as as uh, content creators or as people creatives and artists in general i think sometimes we lose our way in trying to please a an audience instead of expressing ourselves for the sake of creating something beautiful not only for ourselves but because we think that we 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 think that as cheesy as it might sound god would be proud of us for doing this you know <laughs> wow. yes oof that's so powerful so uh, first of all, that's why I have emojis because exactly what you guys are describing, I thought, man, it's it's not like I have the the higher ground as a believer, right? When it comes to faith, that's yeah. that's that's the perception we could have, you know. Oh, I need to make, I need to save the world, right? And I almost say it like jokingly, I'm here to save yeah. American souls, uh, because that's the impression that some Christians have of themselves like we're here to save the world right and what you're saying is like hey man before before we were you know creating all this like christian faith-based whatever's there was art and art is a gift from god whether you take it you know as as yeah. is or not right so that's so powerful because i mean to me like the emojis were uh very significant in my in my approach to this because i thought i can't i i need to have a spectrum of belief when it comes yeah. to sharing my faith, you know, and I, I take it that not everybody I'm going to talk with is going to be on the same, yeah. same spectrum of belief as me. So that's where I yeah. started including emojis, you know, Hey, tell me what you think. Tell me what you think is blasphemous. Tell me what you think is divine. Yeah. Cause ultimately <laughs> I guess the majority of the world is, is secular right? <laughs> the world doesn't really move on. Like, oh, I wonder if, if I'm uh, blaspheming the name of God or not. They just, oh, I created something cool, right? Now, what do we do with it? So think of the, the atomic bomb, right? These guys are, are scientists who are, they think are, they're creating something amazing, right? And they did, but it's so powerful. And then it's up to us to decide what do you do with it, right? It's, it's powerful, but it can also That's cause a harm. truth bomb, right? Add that bomb, you know. <laughs> the bomb emoji? I don't have the bomb, the bomb emoji yet. <laughs> dude, and you, you know what's funny? It's that, like, we live in this world, and not we've all heard this if you're in the Christian world, but we're not of this world, but we live in this world. And I think the biggest thing, what I love about beauty, art, and, and which has become a medium as a media, right, is that you don't label that tree, oh, that's a Christian tree. You know, that's a, the Grand Canyon is a Christian canyon. You know, but God is the creator, right? Mm-hmm. And I think what it is is that our creativity is an extension of that divine um, essence that God created us. I mean, we're created in His image, right? So we are created because He is creative, right? And I don't think we need to. I don't know. We we get so we we get so lost in that that we don't focus on what God's given us versus focusing on what everyone else is doing. And I think, again, I mean, you know, I don't like the we versus us or them, whatever it is. It's like, you know, we get a lot of that as Christians, we should lead the way. And, and, and I, I agree with the sentiment of it, but, you know, it, it's not a competition. It's mm. who we are. And then it permeates into culture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you know, what's interesting. You talked about the service aspect of being an immigrant, right? We're mm. always in services, hospitality, construction, whatever. But you know, what's funny. It's also... It's how you look at it. You know, when I see someone cleaning someone's house, I say they're preparing a place where moments will be created, right? The mm. food, they're creating mm. a service 
a dish that's going to bring conversation that will bring unity within a family, right? Wow. And that's what our parents and I believe immigrants we have where we look at that job and we don't go, you know, that's not dishonorable. The most mm. honorable thing you could do is serve full heartedly. And I think that's why we're doing this because yeah. our parents showed us that, right? Like all honest work is honorable. It's the mm. heart. And that's what Jesus talked about, right? Wow. It's, it's the heart. So create from your heart, man, you know, and you're going to learn, you're going to make mistakes and people are always going to criticize you. You know, yeah, right? it, it doesn't matter what you do, man. It doesn't <laughs> matter what, what, what you do. Someone will always criticize you. And our mother used to tell us this all the time, you know, um, they criticize Jesus. Wow. You know what I mean? The son of God. <laughs> what do you, what do you think they're going to do to you? <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? So it, you just gotta, you gotta go anyway, man. And you know what? Your emojis are, are are so brilliant, dude, to be honest with you, because that's what people are thinking in their head. How many times, dude, believe it or not, I hear someone saying, I'm like, dude, that's blasphemous. Yeah. But, but that's in my mind. The question is, can we talk about it and not, sure. you know, you know what I mean? And still oh, yeah. learn. You know what I mean? People don't I, talk I to get, learn. You know? <laughs> I, 100%. I, I honestly feel like I, I, I feel like we're going to be surprised as at a lot of the things that we find out because I think as, especially as Christians and really as human beings, really, we like to think that we know everything, you know, mm -hmm. like science and, 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 you know, like uh, astrology, like all of these things that we think that we know. But if you look at history, how long ago was it that we thought the earth was legitimately flat or, or that, mm -hmm. or, or that, you know, to cure a headache, you had to drill a hole in somebody's head and that was medicine, <laughs> you know, to yeah. relieve the pressure. Like the, this was, we all, every step of the way, we think that we know everything and then we discover something else. I'm curious to see what we'll discover in the next five, 10 years. I'm And more importantly, I'm curious to see what we'll discover when we go to heaven and meet God. Mm. And like, watch us find out that God has a massive, crazy old sense of humor. Like, watch us find out that he was laughing at a lot of these jokes that a lot of people thought were blasphemous <laughs> or that or that he actually watched HBO too. You know what I mean? Like, like something crazy. Fire, bro. <laughs> Man, Game of Thrones, they get bro, the blasphemous what? emoji. <laughs> yeah, dude, right? Watch, watch us get up there and be like, dude, man, I did not agree with Game of Thrones, but... But everybody, every Christian you know, is God. watching it. Yeah, God, right? God, God's up there just being like, man, that was that was, that was some creative stuff. I don't agree with it, but it was it was it was fire. It was pretty cool. Uh, that's true. Well, I love that. And you were saying, uh, Gil, Gil, you were saying that there's content for everyone. So I want to talk about that tension because I I know when we talk about faith based, we were it's kind of like this this dilemma of well, should we niche it out and say this is just no Christian based entertainment or yeah. should we open it up and try to aspire to being like the the generic <clears throat> uh places but at the same time this is this is just I'm, I'm a futurist and this is where I see the trends going I feel like uh for good or for bad I feel like our society it's siloing out their their beliefs or their ideologies and therefore the content that it's being created it's being pushed to those silos. So one example, and no, I'm, I'm not, not trying to you know, throw poop on these guys or anything because I love what they're doing actually because I think they're clear on their messaging and you know, props to them. But one of them would be the Daily Wire, right? And I'm actually inspired by what they are doing because they're saying we're conservative media, yeah. right? And they yep. that's their approach. But it's siloed, right, to, to, an, to an extent. But they're yeah. making their own movies, they're making their own content, and people are subscribing to it. So when it comes to the future of of Christian-based or faith-based media, do you guys see it siloing out even more? Do you think uh, we should explore being like, you know, the, the case for heaven is on Amazon, so that's great. But is it going to be, you know, sooner than later label under, okay, this is only Christian and only Christians will watch it because it's like, oh, that's not for me. Right. Yeah. What do you guys think of that? Um, that like dilemma of yeah. media and yeah, I, that's a dude. For, first off, that's a great question. Um, I think it's I think it's an important question. And to be honest, I think the answer is a little bit more complicated than than in nature than than what I would like it to be. I would mm. like to say that like genres um, exist for um, for moods, not necessarily, and for like character types, not necessarily for segments of people per se. Um, mm. I, I think 
I think that Christian, the Christian genre is strange because, mm. because I don't necessarily think it should be a, a genre or like, um, or an audience per se. I, I think it should be inspirational, um, in nature wow. because I don't like, I don't like the fact that there aren't many comedy faith movies, mm. right? And even the fact that I have to label it as comedy faith movie mm. is is weird to me. I, I I think actions speak louder than words. So when someone is creating something, there's no way of hiding that person's like ethos or that 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 that, that person's character, that person's vibe within what they're creating. It's gonna come out, right? If you if you watch a Keenan and Peele movie. Keenan and Peele, like or or, or uh, um, those guys, they're 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 everything will come out in what they do, right? If you watch, if you watch a Spielberg movie, or if you or if you watch, you know, um, you know, ah, dude, if you watch these kinds of movies, you you kind of know what to expect because they it, it kind of comes out. So regardless of what they say, what they do is different, right? So I know for a fact that when Manny directs a movie, when he makes a movie, Manny's personality will come through in that in one way shape or form right so whether it's a drama a comedy an epic whatever that is his personality will come through in that story so people will see what he is about and what what the story is about i think it's i think it's um it's interesting the fact that we as christians think that we should always create christian quote unquote christian content and have it be 1000% directed to this audience because even in and of itself that's that's a little backwards thinking because mm-hmm. if you look at the christian message the christian message is not meant for only christians it's meant for non-christians how do you reach non-christians you know how do you how do you get to that that place um and i i honestly i don't know the answer 100% but i know for a fact that we've been doing it wrong or we've been doing it uh, not the best way possible because of you start look at today's decline in, in, in people that, that, that identify as Christians yet more people identify as spiritual, less people identify with a certain denomination or a certain church, but more people identify with spirituality. What does that mean? You know? Mm. Um, so, there, these are all things that we need to look at. And for us as content creators, we don't necessarily look at those things. We don't necessarily look at like, you know, is this a Christian uh, uh, story or this is, we are Christian. This, that's who we are. You know what I mean? That it's going to come out. It's going to come out of us because that's who we are. People that work here at our agency, I'll finish with this. Sorry, man. I'll finish with this. People that work here at our agency, I would say probably 75% of them are not Christian, but they see how we live. They see us every single day and you can ask them and, and they, they will tell you multiple times. We have people here that were atheists that aren't atheists anymore. They don't necessarily identify with Christianity, but through our relationship and through them, us doing life with them and being here, they, they, they see, wow, there, ha- there must be a God, you know, but yeah. I think that's like the real thing. I don't think we 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 should we should be trying to create these holier than thou um, um, things and and trying to get people to see them, et cetera, et cetera. I, I think we should be truthful to the content, be truthful to the story. And I think honestly, I think God honors that, man. Like mm. the heroes of, of the Bible were not perfect. Do you Dude, think do you they think were. the did, did the Bible water them down? Right? Did the Bible mm. water any of that down? Did the storytellers water them down? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. If you took the Bible word for word and you made it into a movie, it would not be PG. <laughs> yes. it, it would be rated R. It yeah. would be a rated R movie, right? If you took it word for word, it would be a rated R movie. They didn't water it down for a reason because it was real. It was true. David did some crazy things. It's real. He was a human being. But yet mm. we shy away from all of those things. We shy away from all of it. And man, I don't know what the answer it is. I, I don't know what the solution is, but yeah. I know that it's a thing. Wow. Yeah. You, you're preaching, bro. I, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm, you just brought Sunday to Thursday. Um, <laughs> dude, I, I, you know, it gives my brother. And by the way, I mean, we're very honest and brutal with each other, but dude, I don't know that I ever heard you say that, but I agree with that, man. Why is it faith? It, like faith genre should be 
under inspiration or life changing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and man, that's, I think that was a beautiful way to put it, man. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, I agree. Well, know? I just, I don't think it's, I don't think it's right for, and I, I, I don't think it's, not, not that I don't think it's right. I, I would love to see some of these, some, some faith content creators create films that are funny and that are just funny, mm. you know, or that are, or, or that are maybe more suspenseful because they're suspenseful, you know, and, and, and just to kind of focus on the story of that. But I think oftentimes we try to really force something into turning it into something because we think that the audience that this is for won't like it. And then now we're left. Now we're we're, we're here. Where, I mean, yeah. man, I, yeah. I just think we water down content for a, a an audience instead of creating content that's good and can stand on its own and letting letting the audience appreciate that. Mm-hmm. We try to create something that's for a specific group of people. When I guarantee you, I get, dude. Our mothers. How many novelas do our moms watch? You know what I mean? All like, of them. They're not. They're, <laughs> they're not. They're not sitting at home just watching. Mm-hmm you know, Christian movies and Christian TV shows, they're watching novelas and some crazy stuff happens in the novelas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody's <laughs> sleeping around with everybody, but they're, they're watching it. They just don't say it. Right. They just don't talk about it at church. <clears throat> so <clears throat> man, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I would like to see more, more drama. I'd like to see more comedy. I'd like to see more action, bro. I want to see, I want to see a superhero, dude. I want to see a superhero that, that, that prays to God. And it's like, man, I don't know what to do, man. I don't know what to do, but I'm here, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm here, God, you know, and, and he's, he's like the, not the Christian Batman, but he's, you know, he's just like, <laughs> like he's Batman that, that also like, we, were close. we had Christian Bale. Yeah, dude, that's as close as we got. We got <laughs> Christian Bale. <laughs> and, and you know what? I'll add to that, yo, we want to <laughs> see more Lord of the Rings, Narnia. Yeah, mm. dude. Yeah, that's a perfect example. That's a perfect you know, example. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, these were people of faith that created because they were expressing their gifts, mm-hmm. you know? And I, and I really truly think that when you express those gifts, it honors God. It really does. But I think also, I mean, to, to give the industry some credit, man, the, the, the heart is in the right place, obviously. You know what I mean? We just need to evolve and innovate. You know what I mean? And to, you know, I, I love you call yourself a futurist because I, I totally resonate with that because the truth is before we can get to the future, we have a present and to get out of the present time has to happen. So mm-hmm. it's almost like uh, I was talking to the Uber driver about this. It's like a pendulum, right? A scale. And right now it's tipped this way, but to get this way, it slowly has to go this way, but someone needs to think about why we need to go this way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, I mean, I, I think the future is hopeful and bright and that's why we're thankful. Our thing is like, dude, we might not even open the doors for future filmmakers, but we're hoping at least we're knocking on the doors, letting people know the door. We, we want these doors to open. And if we're not the ones to walk through them, we hope that someone else will. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because we need to continue to innovate. And there are films that are for the church, meaning to lift and, and, and instruct and, and what is it, to edify the church who are already Christians. But then there are films which a Christian language would be evangelistic films. You know what I mean? That have a message that speak to those who aren't Christians. But sometimes when you have an evangelistic film that doesn't look the way the church wants it to, they get really frustrated about that. And I understand that. Doesn't mean I completely agree, but it's just, you know, I I, I mean, gosh, imagine if God made this word really bland and like <laughs> just very much like copy, paste, copy, paste. Wow. I mean, it reminds me of Mario. The first thing that came out, like Mario from Nintendo. Imagine yeah. if that was it. He did it, man. Because the scriptures even talk about it, saying, look at my works. And people will like literally say, who are you to think of me? This little thing amongst this universe and this beauty around us. And maybe that's what the art is, is to question, why me? What does this mean? And the gospels, like you talked about, Gil, like those stories, they ask us, they challenge you. Like, man, why would why would God ask that of them? Or why did God forgive them? Or why did he call David, you know, a man after his own heart? Like that yeah. makes no sense to me that, that, that you have to think critically about that. And then I'll ask the last, last question about faith. Films. What is the critical questions or challenging thoughts that we're leaving people who watch the films to think about as they walk away? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, and I think that's what the scriptures do. They keep us thinking, dang, man, like this faith is radical. This grace is radical. This generosity, this forgiveness is radical. Yeah. And it makes you kind of honestly like, how can this be? But that's why it's divine. And wow. and I agree a thousand percent. And don't don't hear us wrong, whoever's listening to this. We're not saying that Christian movies are bad. What we're saying is that some are. We, we sh- <laughs> <laughs> well, like you know, that's a good point. Like any medium, there are good ones yes. and there are bad ones. That's just part mm. of being an artist and creating something. You're you're not always going to get it right. But uh, um, I think what, what what we're saying is, and I think Manny put it really well. There are different kinds of films, and mm. we shouldn't be overly eager and quick to judge something different you know um i i think if you're looking at something and you think it's controversial i think it might be in your best interest to enter it with an open mind and see if it's something that makes you think it's something that 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 opens your mind to something maybe um because if if we only consume content that's not controversial you probably shouldn't be reading the bible the bible is mm. very controversial there are controversial thoughts and things in the bible um, and we look at that and we read it and we interpret it and it opens your mind, right? It opens your mind to different ways of thinking. Um, yeah, every most of the heroes in our Bible, in the Bible, are controversial. You know, wow. they did things that in today's day and age, we would cancel them immediately. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man, that is epic. I think so. One of the things I'm getting away with in this episode is the idea. You haven't said it this way, but this is this is my phrasing. The idea of persuasion. So when I think of of faith inspired mm-hmm. media, I think behind it is the idea of persuasion. Because even what you said, you know, in your agency, seventy five percent of the people are non non Christian or non believers or whatever, right? But the persuasion of being around you and seeing how you live might inspire them to say, hey, maybe there's something here. And I feel like that is, I love the idea of persuasion when it comes to scripture, because I feel like God, that's the idea of freedom. God didn't say, here I am, worship me, bow down, even though he He, he kind of says that, right? But, uh, but he gives you the freedom. He persuades us. To say willingly, say, "Oh wow, I, I I believe there is a God. I believe there is there's yeah. a Creator," and and I think that's the inspiring element that that stories or narratives can bring to the table. And I was just thinking about that, you know, the whole picture of we're in America, Hollywood, um, Christian content creators are rising <laughs> up, right? Like like you guys is and. Um, the idea that you can tell something compelling through a story. That's that's almost like the highest aspiration anyone can have in this world to say this story is worth telling. Yeah. Right? Well, I think as I, I agree. I think as Christians, we we have our pet emotions. We have like our, our favorite emotions and we ignore the other ones. We forget mm-hmm. that anger is an emotion also. <laughs> and we forget that disappointment. We forget that that all of these other sadness is an emotion also. Um, and I, I, yeah, man, I, I feel like the reason why we relate so much to these characters in the Bible and to these people in the Bible are because they were human, right? Mm-hmm. Like they were, they were doubters and they doubted mm-hmm. and yet we accept them because they overcame, right. And, and, and they persevered and now they're the heroes of our faith. But when you're, when, when your boy down the street doubts, you're like, oh, he's, he, he, he lacks faith. He's, he's not one of us, you know? He's not, he's not legit. You know, he yeah. needs more. He needs, he needs to go to church more. You know, and we're, we're so quick to judge and we're so quick to just be like, no, you're not one of us. You're not this, you're not that. Like it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, and I think it's a human thing, man. I think it, I think these are all human traits. So good. So uh, I just have one question relating to money and yeah. hopefully it's helpful for, for creators out there who are maybe wrestling even like me, you know, with, with budgets, for example. <clears throat> so I was talking to the Daryl Eves, the producer of The Chosen, or one of the executive producers of The Chosen. And we were talking about money and how you know, money is a, it's a tool that they use, but it's needed. And I was seeing some numbers from Angel Studios, which is the guys that put him on the map pretty much. And they were saying that the revenue from The Chosen is $70 million 
dollars, right? And this oh. is, it sounds like a lot, but when it comes to compared to like billions of, of dollars spent on budgets for for other films like Marvel or whatever, um, it puts us, it puts uh, whichever other content, right? In this case, we're talking about faith-based um, creators. It puts us on a different category when it comes to how much can we produce and what kind of quality can we aspire to? Yeah. So what have you guys wrestled with when it comes to uh, low budget equals, oh, it's the movie's going to suck? Or can we do something good with low budgets compared to no, <laughs> billions yeah, of dollars? That's, that's a valid question, man. And I think everyone's asking that. Um, one, um, you know, I don't think we should... I don't think our your budget should determine whether you should do something or not. And and I'm going to be brutally honest, man. I think we have a lot of weak-minded people. Um, but guess what? If we have a weakness, it's just we can build a strength. And if mm. you're offended by that, then I'm sorry, you must be very strong, right? Because the truth is, I have weaknesses in my life. That's why I have my brother. You know what I mean? Uh, that's why I have faith because I need someone to help me build my weakness, for, you know, up, right? So budget, what I would say is start where you are. What do you have, right? And I think you always said this, girl, when we started out, let's put out the work that we, the type of work, the quality that we want to get. So if you're the kind of person where like, oh, my budget's not very great, so I'm not going to try very hard, then you're going to keep getting budgets at that level. But if you go, you know, what, I don't have very much, but I'm going to use that limitation to innovate and create a higher quality with a lower budget. Guess what? You're going to get higher budget projects and higher budget opportunities. And that's what we always did, man. I mean, we started our company with 700 bucks. You know what I mean? So, like, I get the budget thing. You know what I mean? I totally get it. And, and you know, if, if you're a Christian, you'll get this. Like, how can God trust you with so much if you can't really honestly manage something on, on, a, on, a, on a beginner scale? Honestly, like, that it will be self-destructive. Like, all of us dream about the perfect movie budget. I would worry about the perfect story to tell. Mm -hmm. And secondly, is your heart really in it? Because when you're producing a film... Everyone and people will say, bad idea, wrong time, don't want to invest in it, or you know, all the critical things. But if you're if you're if your heart's not in it and you're not called to do that, you're gonna waver. And guess what's gonna suffer? The story, the quality, and everything. So I I really believe that you have to use what you have at your disposal. And remember, your success story, your journey is building upon every failure as much as every success. So you're building. I mean, you don't, you know, you don't just shoot your first film and it's like the the Spielberg budget. Obviously, it takes time and patience, man. Uh, I have a friend that says patience, the definition of patience is long suffering. <laughs> you know? But the problem is that and we know this as immigrants, right? Like suffering is what's made us strong. Wow. You know what I mean? And it's scriptural, man. Like I, I don't know if there's Christians or non-Christians watching this show, so I don't want to lose people in the language, but the truth is the refinement process and what comes out, man. Is powerful, man. So again, if you're suffering, you're on the right track when you're creating a beautiful piece of art or film. I mean, that's part of it. Tell any producer, they all want to pull their hair out and they all like, you know, it's a miracle. That's why, honestly, I will never say a film sucks because I know how hard it is to make a film. So good. It wasn't my cup of tea is probably my diplomatic answer. <laughs> I like that. So what are the critics saying right now? You guys have a film that's out and it's the, the case for heaven. And yeah. um So, or any other content that you guys produce and when it comes out what do the critics say and how do you how do you wrestle with that and what are you learning from criticism i don't read it i don't read any of it so Man manny knows exactly what <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean i would say this everything that we are right now has been our whole lives <laughs> training us to be including our parents right And our parents always taught us, you know, take the good, you know, and spit out the bad. So even criticism, take what you can learn from it, but spit out the bad. And the truth is that, you know, you're always going to make more projects. Take it as a learning experience. To be honest with you, it hurts reading some of these reviews or uh, things because some people are really mean. I'm not going to lie to you. But the reality is this, is that this is what helps me go to sleep at night. We did every possible thing to put everything into this mm. and make it the best way. And also um, honor the conviction of what we feel in our hearts 
we had to do for the film. Does that make sense? Because if you listen to everybody, then you would have a very disjointed film. Mm-hmm. And the, the question as a filmmaker or creative who is watching this, God gave you a vision and you have to stay strong to that vision. It doesn't mean that it, it won't evolve or it can't be refined. But if you're swayed by a comment, then, man, I don't know that you're ready to do this yet. And, <laughs> wow. I'm being, and I'm being brutally honest because someone is going to do that. Someone's going to tell you that. Mm. And our parents always told us, careful who you tell your dreams to because they may not um, understand, you know. And so, yes, the negative comments hurts. The criticism hurts. But you know what? You know what I hold on to is that one person that was touched. And, and I just think about it. And I and again, everybody wants to reach the world, you know, and, and we're grateful we're on Amazon. We're grateful that we had a successful theatrical release for the case for heaven. But the truth is, it was always keeping the main thing, the main thing. We want to share this truth. We want to share this story with one person that could be touched and that would be worth it. And a lot of people think they believe that, but when it doesn't go in their favor or it's a failure project, quote unquote, on a financial standpoint, they waver or whatever, you know what I mean? Some. Sometimes God calls you to say the message that people don't want to hear right now. Noah, the Bible, people didn't want to hear it. They made fun of him. They ridiculed him, man. And um, so, you know. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, do it because you're called to do it, man. And and, then, you know, God sometimes, you know, is is great how it'll work. And, you know, we're grateful for the success. But if the case for heaven was a failure, we'd still keep making movies and we keep striving to make movies that, that matter to say what we feel like God is calling us to share in that time and place. You know what I mean? Um, because it's necessary. I, I told my brother, we were in London and I, I told him when we were walking and he was telling me what, you know, everything was going to happen. I told him once this, once this comes out, the world will know something that we, we have known for a, for a while now is that we're, we're filmmakers and no one can take that from us. I don't care what they say. I don't care what happens. I, I, I don't care if it goes to zero. It still doesn't change the fact that we made our dreams come true and that we're going to sit in a theater with our parents and I'm going to look at my dad and I'm going to say, look, dad, that's, that's your name. That's, that's, we, we did this together. You came here with nothing. You came here with nothing, with not a dime to your name. And look, that's your name. That's your last name. And we did that. And that, I don't, after that, man, like, man, being here right now, I, like everything else that happens from here is cherry on top, man. It, it's just like, we're, we're going to go and we're going to keep building and we're going to keep making things. Uh, but that, that just that fact alone, I'm so grateful that God allowed us to, to be able to do something like that and to, and to honor our parents the way the way that we were able to, because that's what means the most to me. And these people that say whatever, one, they have too much time on their hands. And two, <laughs> they, they, like, they don't know us. They don't know the story. They don't know mm-hmm. what happened. They don't, they, it's not for them. And that's okay. That's mm-hmm. all right. That's, that's like the big misconception. Hey, it's not for you. Cool. No worries. No harm, no foul. You know, like go watch something else. <laughs> Oof. Man, let's go on by, I guess. Well, my friends, there you have it. What an amazing conversation this has been. We're going to go to our emoji reactions right now. But first, I just want to, again, say thank you guys for being on the show. And for those of you who are watching or listening, whatever you're watching and listening, give us a follow. Give us a subscribe. Give us only five-star reviews. Don't give us one or two because those hurt. (laughs) <laughs> all right but we're so we're so 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 glad you guys are here so let's go to our final emojis all right you guys are ready we yeah. are gonna walk so. through our five emojis and you guys know the drill so basically you guys can take turns or say i'll take that one and go for it all right so the first one is blasphemous Emoji. When it comes to faith-based entertainment, what is the most blasphemous idea you can think of? Oh, man. <laughs> I, I can't honestly think of one on top of my head. Do you have one, Gil? The most, when it comes to faith-based entertainment, the most blasphemous idea you can think of is uh, ha- is creating creating something um, without an altar call. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> and that is blasphemous. Yeah, I, I think 
okay, here, here's a little more practical one. Okay. If a faith movie almost deliberately rips off another film that was successful, mm. um, in, in a, like a mainstream set, you know, I think God gave us more creativity than to copy someone's work, you know. Love close, it. You know. Okay. Skeptical. Why are you guys skeptical of still? When it comes to faith-based entertainment or media, <laughs> skeptical. These are tough, man. It's, uh, They're just you're emojis, gonna get, you're man. Gonna, just you're emojis. gonna get us in trouble. <laughs> That's what's happening here. You're gonna go us in for trouble. it. <laughs> what, what am I? What am I skeptical about? Uh, um, I am still skeptical about um, people. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm skeptical of, of, of people in the faith industry that don't surround themselves with non-Christians. Mm, I love that. Inspired. What are you guys inspired by or what gives you hope? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Every breath, man. Because I didn't. I can't do it. I didn't. I don't do that, right? Who, who controls that? It's God. So, you know, God is the ultimate inspiration. And everything underneath is just his blessing and yeah i there's too many reasons to not be inspired and i think that's why we do what we do and we say what we do and we're even trying to challenge the way people think whether you're a christian or not because there's so much of god's goodness around us whether you can see it he's merciful even in the even though in the news you see all these bad things his mercy exists and uh, imagine if he didn't exist and wasn't merciful and wasn't intervening in miracles and divine ways this world would be crazy it would be darkness complete darkness so anyways go go ahead now amen you got it <laughs> okay we move on to holy one to the last holy what is the a holy idea whatever your interpretation of holy is <laughs> I, i think a holy idea is following your heart following the thing that god put in your heart regardless of where it takes you so good and lastly divine the most divine mm. idea you can think of <laughs> the chosen <laughs> <laughs> i love that word shout out shout out dallas jonathan rumi shout out dallas good job brother uh, yeah yeah jesus is the divine man i mean the whole, it's you know that that's divine And or he's had a sense of humor just remember that mm. The modern embodiment of Jesus is Jonathan Rumi, right? <laughs> is that the that's the actor, right? That yeah, that's the, the Dude, guy that plays Jesus. That <laughs> would the be the ultimate documentary of all the people who've played Jesus, and just I know, huh? I have to say, man, I, that's that's a rough thing to do because, of, and I know, you know, but I, just carrying that weight, that response, but also how people view you, man. I just, mm. you know, that must be rough, but. Uh, Yeah. But nonetheless, someone's got to do the job. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. All right. That's the divine idea. And we wrap it up right here, right now, my friends. Thank you so much for watching. And I want to point people to whatever you guys want. Where do you want to point people to, to watch, you know, to Amazon, to your website, to to Sandoval yeah. Studios where yeah you, yeah check out the caseforheavenmovie.com and that's where you can see all the movie where and whatever it's Amazon iTunes and uh, you can check that out and then uh, yeah our company sandovalagency.com and sandoval.studios and you can see we got a lot of projects coming especially for our Latino community and we're very grateful honored and blessed to be where we are thanks for having us man yeah thank you man thank you so much 